Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. This week on the show, very special guest returning to the Monkey House. It's comedians, podcasters and friends, Alexi Toliopoulos and Cameron James. Hello. Hello, this is Alexi speaking. And this is well, this is a very exciting uh, first ever, I think in the podcast world, first ever crossover episode. Yeah. This yeah. is an official crossover event. Not only are you listening to Primates Pod right now, you are also freaking listening to Total Reboot, <laughs> the only podcast <laughs> on the internet about film, cinema, movies, and mainly reboots, remakes, and rip-offs. This is kind of like when the Family Guys were on The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that I mean, changed the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, it blew my little beans out watching that. I was like, God, they all live nearby each other in America. This is what America must be like. <laughs> it's a real melting pot. <laughs> it's a melting pot of all the cartoons and celebrities all, that you, know, you love. People, uh, you know, people from Quagmire, people from Springfield. Yeah, they're all... They're oh, all <laughs> what are they called again? Quagmire's one guy. <laughs> Well, he's probably laid his seeds out there. There's probably got, a few people that are from Quagmire. you got people from Quagmire, people from Cleveland. <laughs> not the city or the state. I'm talking about the freaking guy. The guy with his own show. But this is cool. We're doing a first official podcast crossover event. It's a crossover event. We're in the, we exist now in the same universe, which is pretty exciting. Oh, this is my end game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you think? I think so. This okay. isn't like... This isn't one of those... <laughs> It feels more like to me like one of those early ones where they oh, started okay. dabbling in yeah, it and okay. then eventually we're going to do it when there's way too many people <laughs> and no one can understand what anyone's talking Our about. We've got Jess and Babe planet. in the room, we've got all of them and then we get the snap and half of us disappear <laughs> and it's just me. <laughs> You're the only one left. Uh, but this is cool This worked out perfect Because you were in town Just when we were planning To do our Aladdin episodes The most iconic Primate based film Yeah It's got mm. one of the most Iconic primates in there We're talking about Little Abu Yeah Such a such a character He is a character yeah. In the movie So I mean Aladdin is uh, Most people know Aladdin is a film Oh yeah But let's explain it anyway For okay. those like me Who don't It's a cartoon 
God, like, yeah. Kind of like Quagmire, yeah? yeah. Kind of like Quagmire, kind of like Family oh Guys. Oh my God, I would love it if the Family Guys were in Aladdin. How good would this movie be if they got to do a Family Guy full-length feature parody like they did with Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> if they just started doing every well, let's, movie. Let's cast it. Who okay. would be Aladdin? Probably Peter Griffin. Probably Peter Griffin, who yeah. is the lead, or Chris Griffin, maybe. And I reckon, no, it's got to be Peter Griffin. I reckon um, probably uh, Lois would be Princess Jasmine. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon Stewie That's Jafar. Stewie Jafar. Stewie would definitely be Jafar. <laughs> Victory will be mine. Meg would be um, Abu, probably. Yeah, when she turns into the elephant. <laughs> well, they hate that character, dude, so that's you so know that's funny. the kind of shit they would do. Wait, which character do you hate? Abu no, no, I love Abu, but they hate Meg and Family Guy. They, they always treat yeah. Meg really poorly. Yeah, do you reckon um, Brian would be Iago? Oh, okay, yeah. And who would be the genie Quagmire? I guess. Yeah, he's the funniest guy. <laughs> he's absolutely the funniest guy. <laughs> he's in the comedian guy. in Quahog. Yeah, or you could cast um, what's his name, Patrick Warburton's character, because he looks exactly like the genie, and he also doesn't have legs. <laughs> Just like the say genie. that last bit at normal volume. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what we think our fan casting would be. Artists out there, get some fan art made. Make it sexy if you want. <laughs> Send it in. Send it to Prime Mates Pod on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or Matt's personal Gmail. Yeah, which I'll give out now. Matt. Oh, well, well, I'll, I'll, before you do that, <laughs> let me get let me give the IMDB version of the storyline of this oh, film. Thank okay. You. It says thank you. Aladdin is a poor street urchin who spends his time <laughs> Stealing food from this the marketplace is, okay. in the this city of Agrabah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a bit of a diamond in the rough, yeah. I would say. <laughs> His adventures begin when he meets a young girl who happens to be Princess Jasmine. Oh, yeah. Who is forced to be married by her wacky yet estranged father. Estranged? Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is he estranged from... Paul Hogan. <laughs> no, they're not estranged. They're actually quite. They tight. live together. Yeah, they yeah, live in the nah, same palace. Blazer three four six has lost it early here. Uh, I reckon I know why he's lost <laughs> it. I reckon this guy's had a little bit of puff and the magic dragon. I reckon. <laughs> he goes on to say, Aladdin's luck suddenly changes when he retrieves a magical lamp from the cave of wonders. Mm-hmm. What he unwittingly gets is a fun-loving genie. Who only wishes to have his freedom. He also makes it sound like he stumbled across the lamp. He went through prison. <laughs> he yeah. was in prison just before that. Got tricked into he a got shitty cave. Gaslit by an old man. A yeah. lot of shit happened. Yeah, anyway, he went through a lot. He didn't just stumble across a lamp and then uh, became uh, magic. Uh, no, no, no. Thank you. It actually took twenty-five minutes for him to get <laughs> to that lamp. Thank you. And we were counting them down when he put Robert <laughs> in here. <laughs> Okay, so what happens after that? Unwittingly uh, discovers ooh, a genie. Yeah, wants the freedom. Little do they know uh, is that the Sultan's sinister advisor, Jafar, mm. has his own plans for both Aladdin and the lamp. That's true. That's why these the IMDb storyline breakdowns are always a weird mix of too much info from... Like, like they talk about him <laughs> stealing stuff from the marketplace. That, yeah. How important is that? <laughs> yeah. But skip over so much stuff. It's like he was like, I'm going to watch this again and take note of the story. And he got 20 minutes in and went, I think I remember the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got up to the marketplace scene. He steals an apple. Uh, he steals a loaf of bread. He gives it to a, pe- a little kid. Abu <laughs> takes a bite. Then reluctantly, he gives it to the yeah, kid as yeah. well. Then he finds a genie. Bing, bang, boom, the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think her and the dad didn't talk or some shit. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure, but I think I'll put that in just in case. <laughs> her and the dad were not getting along at the time. 
Wacky yet a strange father. Yeah, that's a real weird extra detail. It's a little too much. Blaze326 or whatever his name was. <laughs> put down the pipe <laughs> and put in a DVD and watch the freaking movie proper. Or it, maybe he's written in a whole nother level with the saying he's estranged from the mother. Because the mother's not in oh, the film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe yeah. he's written in shit. another backstory shit, there. Shit, yeah, yeah, shit. He, shit. he was smoking oh, a whole lot, dude. Oh, he's a fuck. fucking empath, oh, dude. He's Jesus seeing her. Christ, he's like accepting yeah, her fuck. performance and just going like, shit. shit she's shit, got shit, no female shit, role models, fuck, dude. That's dude. why she's all fucking messed up and sexy and shit. And- <laughs> Is she the only girl in this movie? No, there's heaps of chicks. Yeah, there's you will chicks, fucking, but there's no other girls. <laughs> and there's no women. Yeah, yeah right. there's some. There's no other speaking roles. There's they singing sing. roles. They sing, dude. No one else gets to deliver a line of dialogue. I think, actually, at the start, one woman says to Aladdin, like, up to trouble again today, Aladdin. But and she was it. played by Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you mean the fat one that was, on, Williams, that was blue in there for a second? <laughs> Robin Williams does play about three women in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all actually hot. They're actually hot. Yeah. yeah, it's actually, this is one of the hottest movies. It's actually set in uh, Agrabah, which is, temperature-wise, pretty hot Pretty freaking warm. This is exciting for us to be on Primates Pod together. We've both been on separately before. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exciting because we know a lot of stuff about monkeys. Yeah, ask us any question about monkeys in movies and we would be able to answer them for you in a freaking heartbeat, which is less than a second. Well, well who's who's the greatest ape of, of, on screen ever? Just oh, this okay. is a test. Okay, okay. all right. Okay. I actually like tests. I'll Let's say all one say word. it together. Yeah, you, you okay. say one. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll say it at the same time. Yeah, we'll all say the same time. I'm on the count of three. Let's make it four. Okay. <laughs> One, one after four? After yeah, four. after four. Okay, okay. One, two, three, four, then we say yep. it. Yeah. One, one two, two, three, four. Caesar. King Kong. Oh, no. Dude, oh, no. It's King Kong. He's one of the most famous primates yeah. ever. Yeah. He's and he is he is an incredible actor. He's incredibly talented. No, I don't know about he this. He is made of plasticine or some shit. He and has he to looks pretend amazing. that he's in love with those um, small women that yeah, he holds exactly. all the time. I haven't seen any King Kong, so that's one of the reasons it's not ranked in there, but... I think he's just, as far as I know, it's just a movie about a guy climbing up a building. Oh, well, that that's, one, that's one that shot in the movie. You? No, 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 no. It's about I heard a he was filmmaker from with his the... dad. Is that right? <laughs> I think that's true. I, I mean, that's I think that's a three, four, six. It's <laughs> yeah, an option. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I get this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy goes up a building. Yeah, yeah he's sad about his dad. Yeah. He eats a fucking grape or whatever. <laughs> King Kong's definitely the most famous of the monkeys, but my favorite monkey is actually... The monkey in this movie, Abu. Abu. Really? Yeah. Are you serious right now? He's my favorite monkey. God. Of Cameron. all time. All time. Wow. All time yeah. favorite monkey. Who's yeah. your favorite monkey all time? I'm going to go. Ape. Oh, ape. I'm going to go definitely my or number chimp. one. Or I can say chimp, okay? You can say chimp. Okay, now the, the options are far, far I mean, far technically chimp me. is a kind of ape, but yeah. yeah. If we want to get what about a mandrill? Is that a type? Mandrill? A mandrill's a, the largest of the monkeys. God, I'd love to get mandrilled. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, definitely I would have to go with um, Dr. Zira from the original Planet of the Apes. Wow. She's a awesome. chimp, so you've gone a chimp. I've gone a chimp. I love when she pashes Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah, that is It's awesome. Does he hook up with apes in the original? They don't hook up. They just do a kiss where she's like, God, even though you're ugly as a fucking beast, I'm going to smooch her goodbye. Yeah. Is she cute or? Yeah, dude. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Yeah, well, mine's Abu. I love Abu. He's so good. We're going to do some exclusive Total Reboot content now where we're going to go through the history 
of Aladdin, etc., and talk about all it took to make to get up to this point where they got to make a most beautiful cartoon. So if you want to hear about all the previous adaptations of Aladdin and some of the previous films that inspired this Disney classic, head on over to Total Reboots, jump to about 11 minutes in, and you're going to hear a nice little chunk of history, which is what we specialize in on that podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, Aladdin from 1992, directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. Wish granted is the tagline to this film. Princess Jasmine grows tired of being forced to remain in the palace, so she sneaks out into the marketplace in disguise, where she meets street urchin Aladdin. The couple falls in love. Although Jasmine may only marry a prince, after being thrown in jail, Aladdin becomes embroiled in a plot to find a mysterious lamp with which the evil Jafar hopes to rule the land. Actually, that is the official uh, synopsis from Letterboxd.com. I think it is worse than Blazers. <laughs> well, first of all, it doesn't mention anything about Marketplace. So yeah. I'm like, they're going, okay, but does anyone go shopping in is, this movie? How, what are the relationships like? Anyone? Yeah. Are they all still together? Does <laughs> <laughs> this girl know her dad at all? Yeah, yeah what's I'm the confused. deal? Yeah. And so it doesn't even mention the genie. I'd open with genie. Yeah. yeah. I'd go, knock, knock. Who's there? A genie. genie. <laughs> Well, actually, Sorry, that's more comedy talk. Right? I think that is one of the more brilliant things that this movie does because this movie becomes so absolutely genie heavy in like the uh, after the first act. Yeah. Uh, I think because it absolutely changes the tone of the film once he becomes in. What this movie does to kind of inoculize yourself to this genie changing the film, it starts with Robin Williams doing yeah. like a little improv to. I was going to say two camera, but it's animated. It's two animated camera. Is, is, yeah, but I, there's a little fact on IMDb about yep. this. Do you want me to read you this? I'd love to hear it. Thank you. So By the, the way, what does IMDb stand oh, okay. for? Okay, IMDb. Internet monkey database or something like that? I have never looked it up, but I've always liked to assume that that is true. Yeah, <laughs> Monkey or mandrill, depending on... Uh, so it says, the opening scene with the street merchant was completely unscripted. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Robin Williams was brought into the soundstage and asked to stand behind a table that had several objects on it and a bed sheet covering them all. The animators asked him to lift the sheet and, without looking, take an object from the table and describe it in character. Much of the material in that recording session was not appropriate for a Disney film. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a, it's a, it's a dildo. Oh, 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 you, yeah. you can fuck your mother with it. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine he would have had a fucking ball making the cracking up the. I'd love to see that. Like that. They should animate the whole set. Yeah, it'd be, be so it actually would be really cool. Release the Robin Williams cut. That's yes. what I want. Yeah. Release yes. the Williams cut. That's true. I forgot that the movie starts like that. Uh, I would mention that in my synopsis. Yeah, I'd go. We open on Agrabah present day. 
Um, yeah. a, a small man tells the story of what has happened earlier, which is where most of the funny, film will be He's funny, he's charming, he's clearly riffing. He mentions that he's got Tupperware that has a little fart in it from an old Mesopotamian period or something. Yeah, it's really funny stuff. And then, then he tells the story and this is how it goes. It's and you can imagine if that fart joke got through, how rough and bloody oh my God. adult the other stuff must <laughs> be. Yeah. Oh. What didn't make the cut? Apparently, because he ad-libbed so many... This is from IMDb as well. Because mm. he ad-libbed so many lines, the script was rejected for a Best Adapted Screenplay Academy Award nomination. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Wouldn't you just go back? I'd lie. I'd go back if I was a screenwriter. Just give him a co-writing. Type in all yeah. his stuff. And okay, like, yeah, Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or give him a co-writing credit, surely. Yeah. Surely. It feels like if he did riff all that stuff, which yeah. he probably did, yeah. he riffed a third of the film. He's riffing. Yeah, Man, riff, he riffed he the whole fucking act of the movie, no, There's no Oscar for best riff. <laughs> no, there yeah. should be. Unfortunately. It took Robin Williams, who was the world's funniest man, perhaps in history, to get an Oscar. He had to play an unfunny character. Mm. That's what he had to do. And he, in that, he won for doing a monologue in Goodwill Hunting about his wife farting, and it's not funny. That's how powerful of an actor he is. Yeah. He suppressed his humor to win an Oscar. <laughs> and he talked about his wife fighting, which probably is one of the funniest topics. You could do a whole Family Guy episode about that and you would be pissing yourself. But he toned it down enough to win a freaking Oscar. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I think a lot of people win Oscars after transforming themselves physically. But yeah. he just did it by taking out all his funniness. Yeah. And that was harder than putting on weight. Oh my god. Yeah, of course. For him. He had to diet. Guy. He was on a diet for yeah. a year before that, just cutting out jokes every day. Cutting jokes every day. He had to sign an NRA on that film. No riffs allowed. <laughs> far <laughs> I yeah. can't wait till they finally get a riff category. Yeah. I don't know who's riff? gonna win it. Can't be uh, far away. Obviously, Robin's gone now. We yeah. tragically we we did lose Robin, but, but also not that tragic because now he's would have to compete with him. Yeah, true. So it could be anyone. It could be Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's famously really funny at it. Could be fucking Robert Downey Jr. Could dude. be mm. Robert Downey Jr. Come on, best Bro, riff is Iron Man. It'd be yeah. someone God. in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. I reckon For maybe sure. Thor. Yeah, Thor's riffs are pretty yeah. hot. Could even be like you know someone like Slash and talking riffing on the guitar. Yeah, if we're if we're oh, allowed, if we're open let's to keep riffs it open. like musically, then well, well the category yeah. hasn't been written down in stone yet. So yeah, that's true. Just anything that be, could be called a riff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Anything um, known as a riff can be a riff. Wow, that I like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of my one like of my that, gold standard <laughs> rules that I follow <laughs> in life. Confusing rule for an award. I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, this is, it's, it's a weird time because we're recording this in a in a pre you guys being award winning podcasters world. Well, I mean, let's not get carried away with ourselves. People yeah. might be listening into in it in a pre. What are they going to bring up? <laughs> <laughs> that they've either won or lost an award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you at home, uh, Alexi and I nominated for an Australian podcast award for a podcast we did called Finding Drago. Yeah. And whether we win or lose, it doesn't matter. But we will be causing a scene either way. Yeah, yeah. So we check have, out YouTube. We have made yep. threats. Yeah. We have made threats. Yeah. You could probably. You have to probably get there live to watch the watch what <laughs> unfolds. I don't, I don't think, think it's being recorded anyway. Yeah, I don't think word will ever get out. 
about what happens in that room, but yeah. we will cause a scene. And if, if people are listening from overseas, they should know that this is, this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the highest honours you can receive as a podcaster in Australia. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it is the highest. It might be, yeah. It might be the highest. Yeah. It might be. There's a few other contenders. There's the Sydney Podcast Awards. There's the Melbourne Podcast Awards. <laughs> I mean, that's my, this is national. Yeah, this yeah. is national. We made it to nationals yeah. this year. <laughs> 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 yeah, our first year we've tried many years before. Yeah, but yeah you brought it. Year. You really brought it this we year. We did bring our A game. Yeah. yeah. We did this um, for the... We did it for the awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we made Fighting Drago for the awards. That's actually know. really refreshing yeah. to hear <laughs> someone actually say that. Yeah, a lot of people go like, oh, look at them. They're trying to be not funny this time to win an award. They're like... Yeah, yeah. So NRA and the riffs allowed on that podcast. It was all written out, yeah. so we could get a best screenplay or best pod play, I guess, for it. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? So, all right, we we just heard this two horrible synopses, by the way, of this yeah. movie. I would describe it. it this is how I would describe. It. First of all, I'd get rid of the phrase "street urchin," yeah. which appeared in both of those. Yeah, I don't like that word. He's a street rat. Let's he, call yeah. him what it is. He's openly a street rat. He calls himself that probably 40 times yeah. at the start of the movie. <laughs> he yeah. does. And I'd say he, he's a diamond in the rough. He has a heart of gold. Yeah. And That's shown early, isn't it? Very he, early. He gives up some of his bread. Yeah. Hard fought bread. Yeah, he had to do a whole song and dance to get that bread. <laughs> uh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he's he's a really good guy. He deserves to be with the princess. Luckily, he finds a magician who will let him do it. Yeah. And that guy is called Gene. <laughs> this guy called Gene. He's an old cat skills comedian. <laughs> he started doing magic. <laughs> and helping him out. But I think this is cr- like this film is kind of crazy watching it back now because I don't think I'd seen it since I was, you know, 21 or no. <laughs> I probably since I was a kid. It's been a really long time. Mm. And I think this kind of struck me as like this feels like really, you know, we're in that Disney Renaissance period that's, you know, after the same directors made. Uh, Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid. Mm. they kind of kick-started Disney getting back on track and getting big time at the box office and making princess movies again. Yeah. And I think this one is like the first one that feels super modern because it's so different to all the others because it's the first one that really feels like a musical. It feels mm. like a super high-end, Broadway, fun, silly musical. Like all the other Disney films are musicals, but the songs are just kind of in there. Yeah. Whereas this, I'm going to use my favorite term, Cameron. Oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah, this is full on merm the whole time. Merm means musically enhanced reality mode, which is that little that little space in musical films where characters start leading up into song. And the score starts following along with their dialogue yeah. to start building up into song. And I feel like this movie is always at that level because everyone, every time main characters are talking like Aladdin or Jasmine or Jafar, Iago, Genie, mm. Abu, Sultan, um, any character that doesn't have a name, <laughs> whenever they start talking, like the score really does follow along with their voice the whole time yeah. for the most part. And I think this one just feels like a kind of like modern Broadway. Like I, Beauty and the Beast is quite feels like very classical mm. but this one just feels like full on this is little shop of horrors yeah it's, it's got, built for the it's stage. got a little shop of horrors vibe merm matt i don't know if you're theater trained but um i'm self-taught self-taught <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> theater homeschool yeah yeah uh in musicals if a character is getting too overwhelmed with their emotion they 
they don't express it through speaking. Yeah, right. They that become, would be crazy. They become so overwhelmed with this pent up feelings that they burst into song and dance, and the world <laughs> joins in with them. And that happens right out of the gate in this movie. Mm. Aladdin's fearing for his life, running with a loaf of bread, and he feels like he's stuck between, you know, the castle and the and the gutter. Mm. And the world joins in and starts singing with him and says, you are a street rat, but you're actually quite charming. You're and funny, you're sexy, you're cool. Yeah, you're funny, sexy, and cool. I think of him as like more of like a street urchin. Mm. Oh, God, what you would, you this little synopsizer. Like when, uh, I, got synopsizer. Trouble, I got in trouble on Matt's podcast uh, mm. last time I was on for saying monkey too much. And I feel like the reverse is happening now. <laughs> if I hear Street Urchin one more time, I'm going to break this bottle. And <laughs> You're going to flip his freaking yeah, lid. Well, right look, yeah. I can't. i got to speak my truth. So Okay. Should we talk about Abu for a little bit? Oh, sure. Because he's what brought us all together here it, today. He did. And well, and it is. I'm just looking at the Renaissance. Like it looks like, according to the IMDb page for mm-hmm. Disney Renaissance, it starts with Little Mermaid. Yeah. Then it goes to the Rescuers Down Under. Yes, that the, is a Renaissance piece of work. Then I Beauty and the Beast. It. Yep, Beauty and the Beast. Then we're into Aladdin. Yeah. And I think, I think from there we get a little more primate heavy because yeah, the Lion King. It's got uh, the mandrill. Yeah, Rafiki. Rafikos. Yeah. I haven't seen Pocahontas. Would there be? Mm, probably not. No, but the next one you're about to say. I don't know. The next one's The Hunchback and Noted. Oh, okay. Noted. oh one, one after that. Famous monkey movies. <laughs> I was thinking the one after that. I haven't seen it. Hercules. Uh, sorry, I was thinking the one after that. Mulan. Yeah, after that one, I meant. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be more as well. Tarzan. Hey, <laughs> there we go. That's Tarzan. I, I looked this page Philip up Collins, every one of these is going to have a monkey in it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah no. maybe they don't. No, no monkeys in I mean, uh, what are, the Little Mermaids, are there any sort of undersea under, like under monkeys? monkeys? No, but no, that would I be guess a perfect opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> are they, is a mermaid a primate? Sure. Because they are animal, mm. they're not quite human. Yeah. Does that technically make them a primate because what they have they? arms and stuff? Right. What is a primate, actually? I don't even know. Primate is... Uh, it's, 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 they're, know, it's Well, a, they're called monkeys, I'd say. They're mainly no, monkeys. It's, more, it's so much more than monkeys. Yeah, they're mon- uh, kind of like monkeys. There's two kinds of primates. There's the apes and the monkeys. We're in the apes okay. section. We're like great apes. Yeah, okay, we're apes. You got oh. the great apes. Yep. We're in there yep. amongst those. With the, the gorillas tier. and the orangutans Oof. and the chimpanzees. Oh, these guys are all my cousins, if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. They're not so different. So us. a mermaid probably not fitting into either of those. Well, a mermaid a top, half, top half, top yeah. half, bottom half. Let's talk about the bottom half. What do they got going on down there? <laughs> and can we have a look online somewhere? I reckon you could. And is there any uh, legalities surrounding, you know, a great ape and a mermaid having a bit of fun together on a I, Sunday? Well, night? I think I don't think there's anything written in the Constitution. Yeah, so you know you can do whatever you like, man. If there's I no think rules, it might be, especially if you're in international waters. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which likely you are. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever do an episode on the Fijian mermaids? Which is the someone cut the legs yeah. off a dead monkey Stuck and put a, a fish tail tarp. on it? Yeah. <laughs> what? You never heard of the Fijian it's monkey? Famous Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's so. one of the world's most famous pranks. This guy scammed the like scammed the whole town. Oh, I Come bet. look at my gorgeous mermaid. It's a dead dry ape and a dead dry fish sewn together. <laughs> And did people get fooled? People bought it. People bought it. Someone Hook, bought line it. Hook, and sinker. <laughs> wow. Someone, yeah. Paper. <laughs> yeah. It, it was in museum. It's still it's still around. It I, belongs I, in a museum. I read yeah. about it. There's a similar one where, uh, where a guy um, started breeding goats. And he, when they were young, he would cut 
their horns so that they would weld together as they grew. Mm. Mm. And he, he sold them as real unicorns. Oh, oh wow. wow. Just like pretty fucked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then people like, no one, they, they still have goats. Yeah. Yeah. No one's picturing a unicorn to be a goat with a horn no. coming out the middle yeah. of the town. Uh, too small and too evil looking. It when did to he be do beautiful. this? Like back in the 50s or something? Uh, yeah, this is like early Early, early 2000s, pre-MySpace. Yeah. It was pre-MySpace. People were pretty dumb in the early 2000s, yeah, really. they were. What kind of species do you think um, Abu is? Abu's, uh, I imagine some sort of capuchin. He looks like a capuchin. Oh, yeah. Shrekken. The cutest monkey. I th- well, there's a... Uh, let's see if it says anything here uh, on the Wikipedia. So you guys from Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've used it. We base yeah. our whole lives on stuff yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. New listeners might not know, but yeah, it's a website. It's got information on pretty much any topic. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an a great resource. resource. And you can donate... Every, they encourage you to donate every day. And yeah, I, do. I donate all hey, the Alexa, time. Hey, Alexa, you know how in the movie we said how it was so cool when they both said the same thing at the same time? We just had that moment. Oh, man. With and then we stared each other in their eyes and... We almost smooched. Yeah. I forget what they said, but I bet it wasn't resource. Resource. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really nice moment. Anyway. Um, I feel like the abu to your Aladdin and Jasmine wow. right now. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Looks like I'm sleeping alone again. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that the bird one? What's the bird? We haven't talked about Oh, uh, yeah. Iago. The, yeah, who's... What's the Iago guy's name? Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. I Gilbert forgot Gottfried. he was in. He's. How could you forget? The There's guy's voice sh- is penetrable. A few mm. show stealers in this movie. Yeah. yeah, this is like an all-star cast. Abu is played by Frank Welker, who plays the kleptomaniac pet monkey uh, of Aladdin. And Frank Welker, I wasn't really familiar with him by name, but he, I must say he gives a tour of the forced performance as Abu because he makes him sound like a monkey who has some use of speech, but not very much. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, is famously the voice of both Fred and Scooby from Scooby-Doo. Oh, wow. So right. he knows his way around kind of anthropomorphizing animal sounds. Yes, yep. and he has done many other voices such as Megatron from uh, and Soundwave from Transformers, Nibbler in Futurama, and also in this movie, he does also voice the Cave of Wonder. Oh, great. And oh, he also voices... Tiger. Yeah, the earring tiger. Well, not little. It's quite big, actually. <laughs> he also voices a smaller tiger, uh, Raja. Raja. Bloody no hell. I'm not a man of quite a, a few out. voices. And he is reprising all of those roles for the remake of so Aladdin exciting. coming out in cinemas Holy on this very day. fucking shit. Hold my cow. This is amazing. Frank Welker. Frank Welker. What a guy. Um, Frank Welker. National Tiles. All right. That's pretty good. <laughs> really Their names fun. are similar. You know that? Yeah. You know yeah. That? Is that a Victorian thing? It's a Victorian thing. Yeah. I found it when National I was... National Tiles. I you heard it when I was in Victoria and I... Was asking everyone about it. It's everyone a great was bit. like, "Yeah, man, we know about it." And it's like, one of the most famous. I was like, "Do you guys know it's one of the craziest things ever?" Like, "Yeah, we talk about it all the time." <laughs> what so is this? National I've never Tiles even heard of this. Victorian radio thing. ad. Yeah. What is this? What does he say? Famously, is it, um, hi. hi, I'm Frank Walker from National Tiles. <laughs> He's just, this is the local business, I guess. He does his own. Wow. Ads. How does he get away with calling it National Tiles? <laughs> this is amazing that, stuff. That's blown that whole thing wide open. <laughs> I had to come up to Sydney to find the truth. Yeah, <laughs> this is my cave of wonders. <laughs> so this is what Wikipedia says about Abu. It says Abu is Aladdin's kleptomaniac monkey partner with a high-pitched voice and can talk a little. It's such a weirdly formed sentence. Mm. The animators filmed monkeys at the San Francisco Zoo to study the movements Abu mm. would have. Of course there were San Fran monkeys, I could tell. Yeah, 
the way they get very, about. Very hip. Yeah. Very hip, cool. Yeah, love they Metallica. They love that big bridge, dude. They're yeah. all vegan or some shit. <laughs> big, yeah, that big hill street, that real big uh, hilly yeah, street. Hill there. street, hill street, uh, blues, all that you shit. You know, John Stamos and the rest of the Full House gang. Yeah, he's hanging out with those guys. He's Harvey Milk. Yeah, Harvey, yeah. rest in peace, man. Barracks yeah. for the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. probably. Definitely. He's uh, a San Fran boy. San Fran Alcatraz. all the way through. Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah, they are the rock. Yeah, I call it, locals call it the rock. Yeah, the yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's... Yeah, you, I reckon a lot of that came through in the Abu performance. Yeah. I think Abu is like such a little strange character because while we were watching this movie, I was like, he doesn't look like anyone else in this film. And he, I don't think he looks like... He's a monkey. Well, he's <laughs> <laughs> the only monkey in the film. Oh, Lexi. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone else in the film has like this... Um, like this very curvy design. Like everyone else is feeling. Oh filled. yeah, you were focusing yeah, was, on the curves. I, was a like, lot. I love my curves. I love my absolute. That's I absolutely why you love my curves. Tim Burton. I'm obsessed with Tim Burton. He loves curves and swerves and swells. <laughs> so he's one of the curviest guys around. Because he's a bit of an auteur. I don't know if that comes <laughs> up much in your. We talk about auteurs a lot. We're Do you really? Obsessed yeah. with auteurs. Yeah. We believe in auteur theory. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, you two are like auteurs of podcasts. Yeah, man, we are. We're the early auteurs of podcasts. You can always tell we're where on a podcast because it sounds like us. <laughs> Continue your thought. So they're um, all curvy looking. Well, they're all like, I was reading up on it because I was fascinated by like the look of the genie because I thought mm. not only does Abu not look like a Disney character, I think all the other characters in this film also similarly don't look like Disney characters because they, I, I now, because we associate this movie like mm. Disney's so associated with this movie now because it's one of the biggest hits they've ever had and most iconic films. But the way that the characters are drawn, uh, because it's infusing like that uh, Arabian sounding mm. music from like that's inspired by like, you know, the exoticism of like classic Hollywood films, classic films, are, you know, are part of that word that I'm scared to say, Orientalism. <laughs> uh, but now it's ta- it yeah. takes that and merges it with like that jazzy, Broadway style like Cab Calloway kind of music mm. to make it a musical film um, I was reading about like the design of the, uh, of the genie and the lead designer of that character said that he was like when he realised oh this is like a kind of Cab Calloway character like this larger than life um guy that can slip into song whenever and kind of do anything to match it with Robin Williams. He looked at um, the caricaturist Al Hirschfield, who did like all those like single line kind of uh, black yeah. and white yep. uh, caricatures like of like, you know, Broadway musicians and stuff like that of like, you know, the, uh, the everyone, when I say caricature, the single line, you can picture kind of what yeah, I'm talking it's about. It's a silhouette profile. Picture. Yeah. And yeah. there's kind of exaggerated features like scrunched up noses, you know, stuff like Groucho would have been drawn like that for mm. sure. So that's kind of where that, that curviness of the characters come from. Because when he locked that character, that design down for the genie, everyone else was like, oh, okay, we have to meet and match this. Mm. And like, you know, all the other characters feel that way. Like Aladdin's so curvy, like his legs literally look like a ball sack. Like, he doesn't look like he's got pants on at all. It's very strange. But then Abu is the one that I think doesn't fit in with everyone else. Abu looks like a Nickelodeon character or something. Like, he looks like from Ren and Stimpy or from, like, Rocco's Modern Life. Do you think it's uh, his eyes are the thing? Because they're kind of like... He has gigantic Mm. eyes and then everything else is small, which is kind of like a... 
real yeah. Nickelodeon style. I think you've really hit the nail on the head, <laughs> meaning the top, right. and you've made a great point. That's because also, uh, thank you so much. I would say like Disney characters themselves have like large heads and smaller mm. features inside, where he's like all eye. Yeah, and got this. He's got a regular, in proportion sized head to the rest of his capuchin body. Yeah, I'd say so, man. Let's talk about it. Let's let's get an artist on the show. Let's get him <laughs> to explain it because apart from that, I have no idea how to <laughs> well, talk about. <laughs> I think it's well because he's kind of like a nastier character than most Disney characters, oh, right? God, I love him. He's the funniest. Why do you think he's so funny? Because he's just like a little grouch, and he reluctantly does the right thing, and he's greedy. Mm. But then he, he reminds me of uh, like Donald Duck and and mm. and Daffy as well, like who are two of my favorite cartoon characters. They're both selfish yeah. little shits who then like have a good heart underneath it all. Yeah. But they never like admit that they're doing the right thing. They're just like, oh, fine, I'll help you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I see a lot of myself in them. Yeah. Yeah. That duck and that monk. Yeah. Yeah. That duck I can monk. see a lot of you in them as well. The big eyes, small body. Thanks, man. But you put a lot of you in them if you get the chance. Is that true? Far out. I don't know if you can do that legally. Can you Can you legally do that? In international do waters, you can. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, i got to make Anything a trip goes to out international there. waters. You can go down to Toontown, dude. Yeah, t- Toontown <laughs> is different rules again. <laughs> international waters in Toontown is a wild Oh, place. my God. If you guys could go to Toontown, um, who would you go on a date with? Oh, my God. Uh, definitely. Oh, so choices. Uh, it's got to be the guy that's like Danny DeVito in that film. What's his name? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. It's got to yeah. be Bob. You'd go on a date with Bob Hoskins yeah. in Toontown. He's yeah. amazing. I was kind of thinking so like you could date any cartoon character. Nah, you want to fuck the real guy. Nah, it I'm feels a hu- better. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a humanist guy. Yeah, he's the only real guy down there, so you get to fuck him and it feel awesome. Who would you? Bob Hoskins as well. Far out. Am I the only Bob. one who's going to go on a date with a toon? Yeah, what toon? That <sighs> fish from Pinocchio that you're obsessed with? <laughs> Goldie nah, the goldfish? No, no, no. no, no, no. If, it's, if Bob's not available, it's Nala from The Lion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I think, I think Nala most, is beautiful. But most people are yelling that at their computer yeah, or phone right Yeah, most people. Now. I put a thing up on Instagram a little while ago asking what characters, mm. cartoon characters people were in love with. And uh, a lot of women were saying Simba. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I got a lot of Mufasas. Almost every guy said Nala. Wow. But then a bunch of them said um, Aladdin as well. Yeah. A bunch of people, men, oh, and, yeah. men and women, said Aladdin was a big sexual awakening. Well, ja- and Jasmine in this. She was they looked very yeah. much the same, Jasmine and Aladdin. Yeah, they're, yeah. Bro- they're well, you're cut music from the that. same cloth. <laughs> we were just like, they look like brother and sister. That's awesome. That's hot. But that mm. I was reading about this as well where to... When they designed Jasmine, all the execs were like, oh, fucking hell. Like, they just, <laughs> they were really speechless, like, she's amazing. Like, this is an amazing creation. Can I have a copy of this uh, drawing? <laughs> Can you print that one out for me to take home as well, is actually? Is there one where she's laying down? <laughs> <laughs> Can you, like, here, I'll give you a photo of my wife and me at our wedding. Can you just draw over that with her, please? But originally, like, when they got Jasmine, everyone's like, you've nailed it. This is the hottest piece of. Um, drawing anyone's ever done <laughs> and then they uh, had to like make Aladdin hotter because Aladdin right. was originally based on Michael J. Fox and the exec um, it would have been the guy Katzenberg it was Jeffrey Katzenberg, Katzenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he was like um, you can't This she looks like fucking she Julia Roberts she never fuck <laughs> yeah she never fuck Michael she J. Fox she never 
walks him off the table. Well, Michael J. Fox is sitting there. I'm going, wait, what? Yeah, hang on a second, guys. I'm kind of curious. Is this fucking permanent virgin guy? Come on, you're going to give him a hotter. So he's like, okay, he's Tom Cruise. I'll give you 100 photos of Tom Cruise. Make him look like Tommy Cruise. I can see that. I can see that they model him a bit on Tom Cruise. They got the same hair. Same profile. He's got that Mission Impossible 2 hair. But it's like they never saw Michael J. Fox in Dr. Hollywood. Yeah. That. Like yeah, he was a real hot babe. He's a Rudy. The guy's hot, man. He's, He's a hot a man. Hot man. I really think they need it. Yeah, that makes me pretty angry. Yeah, you're fu- you're fired up. Right I'm fu- I'm furious. You just broke a pencil in your hands, Michael. <laughs> He's my favorite, Michael J. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love Michael J. Too. My favorite Michael J. Is Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's I've probably got a different one. Too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If I went to Toon Town, I'd fuck Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh. Lola Bunny. Oh Lola Bunny. Oh god come almighty on. Looney Tunes, come on, man. Yeah, I forgot Looney Tunes. Marvin the Martian, is he in play? Oh my definitely, god. Definitely. I'm about to figure out what's going on. I'd yeah. fuck one of the monsters for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, disgusting, dude. What? That's too slobbery for me. Yeah. That's your type, though. Wait, wait are they monsters <laughs> that when they're big or small or both? Uh, I think take them when they're big. Yeah. 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 Okay, give me the biggest one. <laughs> Actually, up the size once again, please, Danny DeVito. <laughs> up a mod's more. Hey, Danny DeVito is in. Uh, yeah, yeah, he gen. plays the he's the voice of the the monster guy trying to buy the yeah. Theme park. So you could have sex with Bob Hoskins and Danny DeVito in Toontown. Oh, yeah. great, perfect. And I think that means you might be going for. <laughs> I think you might be Sean Kemp, uh, embodied by a monster, is the biggest one. Oh I think. yeah, you know, because Mug- yeah. I know Muggsy Bogues is the small. Muggsy's one. Muggsy's the tiny one, and then there's and uh, there's there's Sir Charles. Yes. The round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. Who else is in there? Uh, Was Larry Bird involved? No, surely not. Surely I think there's only one white guy. In right, and that was the, the one you've gone for, interestingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean. yeah, they got Newman is in it, Wayne Knight. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray's also in the What a <laughs> Bill Murray's in Space That's Jam as well. Pretty amazing. That's a bit of a party. Yeah. yeah. Is that a remake? Oh, when that gets a sequel. It is apparently yeah, being yeah. remade with... Yes. Uh, who is it? Uh, Tiger Woods. Le- it's about <laughs> golf now. <laughs> I reckon Tiger will be in it probably. Is yeah. it LeBron? It's LeBron, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's right. Because he's, apparently he's very funny. Well, he was all right in tra- Trainwreck when yeah. he was being directed by one of the best comedy directors God, of the last Speaking of Trainwreck. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast? <laughs> Perhaps. We've gone way off the freaking tracks right now. Talk about fucking cartoons. <laughs> actually, Jafar is actually pretty hot too. Yeah, big time. I'm obsessive Jafar. I think Jafar is maybe my favorite like Disney character ever. Yeah, he's pretty great. He's amazing in this movie. He's yeah. better than all the other movies he's in. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't it, like him in The Return of Jafar? Yeah, no, I didn't like him. He's too scary. But in this one, he's just... I love that he goes from either being like completely still and not moving at all mm. and, or, and then kind of like gliding around. It's like very smooth movements. Mm. And he's got the funniest voice. <laughs> I'll bring you your reward. Your oh. eternal reward. My favorite part of the whole film was when we have the reprise of Prince Ali sung by uh, Jafar. was mm. like, Prince Ali was merely a lad. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, this guy's got some pipes on it. But also, it's what, where's the bitterness coming from? Yeah. Like, yeah. you've won already. Why are you now unmasking Aladdin? God, the <laughs> guy, let him go, it's over. You're the, the, the boss now. You've you've you freaking hit that nail on the head as well. Jafar's a bitch, man. <laughs> a yeah, bitch. the bitch is back. That's what they should have called the return of Jafar. <laughs> Aladdin 2, the bitch is back. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, we've, we were talking about this while we were watching it, and there's plenty of articles you can read out there if you're interested in this sort of thing, and that is the Disney trope of the camp villain, mm. um, which has been 
probably looked upon very badly yeah. in modern society. That most of the villains in these movies are like incredibly camp gay stereotypes. Mm. But you got to say, when they're doing a number, it's pretty fucking entertaining. Yeah, it can is. Sing. They can sing, they can dance, they're having a blast. Well, I think that's uh, like that's not just Disney's fault. I think it's got it's it take it's. It, I mean, it's bad that they kept on doing it. Yeah, they did it up until Wreck It Ralph. But it has its, it's place. Recent. Yeah, I mean, Alan Tudyk. How gay is that? He's got two dicks in his name. That's, that's gay, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. Yeah. But they had like, um, you know, that's like based on like you know classic adventure movies like. You know, all you watch like the Adventures of Robin Hood. That's like very yeah. campy as well. I think it's yeah. just because Disney sure, movies are like Nottingham. set in this like camp, mermy world of uh, <laughs> of musicals. Mm. It's just like where it goes. Yeah, and so, you know, I think they should do an all gay Disney movie. Yeah, fine. Yeah, a gay hero. Yeah, but Hercules should have been gay. They're always on. Un- it's always unspoken, right? Yeah, that's. Um, they never say. By the way, I'm gay. <laughs> Aladdin, I'm going to kill you when I turn into a giant snake. P.S. I'm gay, <laughs> which is weird, you know. Well, yeah, but it's just a. But the I found a BuzzFeed listicle, mm-hmm. and it's called "We Rank the Disney Villains from Least Gay to Most Gay." Who's the least gay? Subtitled "Mirror, Mirror on the Wall." Who's the gayest of them all? <laughs> oh, and then there is a little. Good. There's a bit Pretty of a subtitle. like a, a preamble saying the two guys who wrote it, Sam and Stephen, uh, they said. Hello, we're Sam and Steven and we're very, very gay. That means we've spent a lot of time thinking about which Disney villains are gay and which aren't. Spoiler, they're all pretty queer. But some are gayer than others. So they've gone... They're onto it. Least yeah. gay to most gay. Maleficent Melissa is Malafi? 11. Melissa okay. McCarthy's <laughs> Cruella de Vil at 9. Wow, okay. Then you've got... Wait a second, Maleficent is least gay? Ah, uh, second least, yeah. Who's Behind... the most least? Uh, the most least they've got as Lady Tremaine, who's Who from, oh, is she from Cinderella's evil stepmother. Oh, yeah. She's definitely not gay. She's married <laughs> to a man. <laughs> okay. So you got... And she hates a woman, so... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jafar comes in at number six. Okay. Middle of wow, the list. Wow. I would have put him in my top three. God, who's evil beating Jafar? Evil Queen five. Evil Queen five. Snow White. Yeah, she's been yes, a Snow camp, White. camp icon. Mm, okay. Captain Hook. Oh, oh of yeah. course. Him and Shmi. Peter! Yeah, in Hook as well, the Steven Spielberg movie, doesn't Hoffman and Bob Hoskins, our yeah, beautiful yeah, boy, yeah. they say they literally played them as a couple. Oh, right. Yeah. Really? Fascinating. God, I love that movie. Me too. It's one of my favourites. It's a great movie. Absolutely yeah. adore that film. Yeah. So good. Okay. Uh, then three is Scar. Yeah. Yes. Simba. Simba. <laughs> yes, I'm gay. <laughs> I killed your father, Simba. Uh, no, I'm your daddy. <laughs> Gaston is number two. Gaston makes it quite high. I don't high. see that. I mean, I think a lot of people say LeFou is a gay... Um, including Josh Gad. Including Josh Gad's they portrayal of LeFou is gay. But I don't, I don't think... Gaston's like a parody it's, of machismo. I don't mm. think he's a... It says here... I think that Gaston is a drag king. Oh, yeah, for That's sure. like for sure because he's such a parody of macho yeah, energy. Yeah. You like how much do you trust the BuzzFeed listicle? Because it's I, mean, I trust these two dudes' opinions yeah. more than I trust anyone in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I actually swore I, I was sworn in as an Australian citizen of the BuzzFeed listicle, so yeah. I trust them heaps. Yeah, I love them and everything they do. According, well, according to this, it says Disney already confirmed that LeFou is gay. Yeah, yeah, they did it they after did the fact. The, to and it says, style. and we know that every bottom needs a top. 
but I haven't seen that. F- you what look like you don't that? know what that means you know, as you read just, that out. Um, they're having a bit of fun with that mm. one. Okay. I think a lot, maybe a lot of this listicle is a bit of fun. It's <laughs> a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just having a bit of fun after all. Well, number one. Number one. I, I could pr- cr- correctly predicted this. I can't remember. I'm sure that it is Ursula from It is Ursula. Oh, yeah, of course. Because she is bloody divine. Yeah, literally modeled on divine. Modeled on divine. Yeah, it says she's literally modeled after drag queen divine. Yeah, John Waters, baby. Ursula loves the waters. Yeah, because she's submerged within them in the movie. Yes. And John Waters uh, was he in uh, France? Your poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> Please, <laughs> that's my divine impression. Not bad, actually. Pretty but good. This uh, this article's not making it sound like because you're you're sort of suggesting it's a bit problematic, right? I think a lot of people have a problem mm. with it because they're often they're played the as like evil Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evil yeah. characters and they, a lot of them die or like, you at know, the end of the movie. Right. Characters that are like totally, I mean, all characters of Disney movies are sexless, but, you know, like, you know, inept and like yeah. without any authority at all and stuff like that. Like, you know, side characters like LeFou are kind of like that. Yeah. Right. So I would say that, you know, it's not like Simba's like trying to fuck Timon or whatever. And like, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, are Timon and Pumbaa gay? No, they're friends. They're roommates. Oh, Nathan Lane plays <laughs> Timon. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I mean, maybe. Nathan Lane is famously... Yeah. <laughs> ...in the birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great film. Great. What a great duo. Maybe the screen's best ever duo. Man, they might be. Timon and Pumbaa. It's uh, been recast for the new one with uh, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty good. Big too. shoes to fill, but that's big a pretty good fill, combo. I'm, I'm happy with that yeah, combo. Yeah, I think they've yeah. done pretty well there. Speaking of big shoes to fill, we're going to be talking next week about the remake of this movie uh, directed by Guy Ritchie of Lock, Stock and Two Smoke Barrels. I'm I'm Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking straight urchin. He is an urchin in that one. No thanks, Aladdin. I'm sweet enough. (laughs) I'm Aladdin. Emphasis on the lad, okay? (laughs) But um, I think that to to recast the genie it would be it's like such a hard thing to do and we've got we now know it's Will Smith playing the genie in the remake and i just can't think of who else like there's no one else it really could have been because mm. you got to fill the shoes of someone who literally they rewrote like they wrote the film into his comedic persona like yeah. i don't know any other film apart from like the jerk really where someone gets like it's their comedic persona up on the screen yeah who i think i feel like will smith Pretty good cast. I yeah. think so too. Me too. Maybe Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh yeah, would have been, been so different. Fun. Real tantrumy <laughs> genie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Will. But I think that's just because I heard Will, and uh, I yeah, yeah, my brain went hmm. Bit of word association. I know another. Yeah. I know, I know will another I word. am? Oh, okay, he would have been talking, amazing. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you write Will I am down on like Twitter or anything, it, it's like a, it becomes a website link. Because oh, it's will nice. dot, dot I am or whatever. I wonder if that's why he did it. And so yeah. if his name comes to the credit, we'll have like an underline on it. I believe, I reckon. I think Will Smith is. Um, it's so different to Robin mm. Williams. He's got such a different vibe, but also he's someone who carries his entire persona with him wherever mm. he goes, film wise. He's not like he disappears into roles, yeah. Even though he tries to, I think he's always going to be Will Smith. He's kind of always going to be the Fresh Prince. So it's cool that they're just going, yep, we want you to be your persona. Yeah. Yeah. You're like the cool, loudmouth, wisecracking. It's probably the only way they could do it, right? Rather than get someone to kind of impersonate Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. They're just letting him be his persona. Plus he gets to wear those baggy pants that the Fresh Prince used to wear. And I think he looks great. 
He does look good. Yeah, I it's love a big time for blue blue characters. Yeah, because yeah. Avatar is coming back. The Avatar sequels finally. Smurfs. Smurfs are good. You can have sex with them in uh, Toontown. Yeah, yeah as awesome. well as Dory. Dory yeah, the Dory, fish. yeah. I think she's in Toontown as well. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Attached visit. to a, uh, a dead chimpanzee, perhaps. <laughs> and then there's... Uh, then there's... Uh, I mean, I, I saw the, the clip of uh, Will Smith singing mm. Prince Ali the other day. And I think... I was excited by the trailer, but then seeing that clip, I was like, oh, brother, this looks shit. (laughs) Because it is so slow, and it really does remind you that with animation, anything can happen. (laughs) The genie can be, like, flying around, turning into, like, fucking little kids and old women and In that first scene, he was, like, within seconds, he was a Scottish dog. Yeah. Yeah. A dog, (laughs) then Ed Sullivan. And then a Scottish dog immediately. Then Arnie. Then four cheerleaders. Groucho Marx. How much are they going to be able to do that, really, in this movie? Mm. Because when you watch the, the clip, it's literally just Will Smith singing the song mm. just in his normal body yeah. with just a parade going on behind. It looks, it just doesn't look like it has the energy. It sounds, yeah, it sounds a bit boring. I'm yeah. going in wanting to like it though. Yeah, I didn't have many expectations for it, but as we were watching the film, the first whispers and murmurs came through of like the initial premiere of the film. Mm. Positive. Really? Yeah, it's pretty positive Okay, from the good, because I am looking forward to it. This is one of my favorite mm. of the disney movies that I is pretty so. common though right like the initial whispers are always positive about a big yeah. film because people who go early are really excited yeah and i mean as oh, well if true. they are screening it early it is a good sign because otherwise it was bad like um uh, no one can see it till <laughs> the day after it comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't know I'm, i am interested in it but i just think i think because it will still have like the the remnants of the music by um uh, Alan Menken and t- uh, and Tim Rice, um, uh, that will be interesting because like Alan Menken, who we mentioned earlier, is like the mm. guy who wrote the songs yeah. um, with Tim Rice. He's a partner before this. We'd worked on like all the other films with Howard Ashman. Like passed away just before the making of this movie. And Ashman was like the one of the people that did instigate this film at the start with Disney. Right. So he was the first time he worked with someone other than him. They did like Little Shop of Horrors together. And then uh, he and uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast as well. So he was like, I was reading about him saying that he was so nervous to work with someone else because he'd never, ever done it before. Mm. And the minute Tim Rice and he just started working together, it was just like, he felt like that he was at home again. So I think that's what makes me excited is to see... Which, now, which one's the Tim, Tim Curry or Tim Rice? Which one's which? One? <laughs> you, you get those which confused. One's get the curry which one's Rooster from Annie? Yeah. So Tim, Tim Rice is... Is there um, a Tim Nan? <laughs> Tim, Tim Samosa? Tim Curry uh, is I'm actually... Hungry. Uh, Tim Curry is the one from uh, the movie Congo that we watched together. <laughs> yeah. And Tim Rice oh, is the composer. To we did Congo so together. Jealous. I love that movie. <laughs> Yeah, Alexi didn't. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking awesome. I famously said because it's directed by Frank Marshall, you know the producer, yeah, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy's husband. It was like one of the few films he's directed, and I famously said, "Stay in your lane, cunt." <laughs> 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 he shouldn't be directing movies. I think I'm actually. I think that's one. I used to do a little bit of editing. I think I might have spliced the cunt out. <laughs> okay, well yeah. now it's in there forever. <laughs> Nice, and now it's in here twice on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Once by you, baby. Yeah. But I will not say it. I'll never say it. Yeah, Yeah. don't do it, dude. 
Well, this has been so fun to do this crossover podcast together. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on Aladdin? Um, I think I'm just looking forward to the new one in one of those curiosity mm. sort of feelings. I didn't love the Beauty and the Beast live action yeah. one, but I thought the Jungle Book one was kind of cool. Yeah. I think Guy Ritchie is such an interesting choice. It's such What's an he done choice. What's uh, he King Arthur. Right. King Arthur. Which was a big bomb. Rock and Roller. Yep. He didn't do the real Rock and Roller, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so Sherlock like, Holmes. Oh, yeah, the Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm intrigued by it. I think it'll be kind of interesting. And it looks it looks pretty larger than life. So He's never done a, wouldn't have done a family film before, would he? I wouldn't think so. Mm. No. I watch Snatch every year with my little nephews for <laughs> at Christmas time, always. It's a great Christmas movie. We all get around a Christmas tree and just oh. talk talking our Vinnie Jones impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What did, do you have any thoughts? I well, I I just I hadn't seen this since I saw it as a kid, mm. this animated feature film that we're talking about, today, yeah. the nineteen ninety two version. Mm. And it was it was really fun, I think. Mm. I um I enjoyed it a lot. Uh we have we've hardly talked about it much, have we? <laughs> <laughs> trying to think we, I'm assuming everyone's seen it right? We unloaded yeah, some good knowledge so. on it We said yeah. that everyone was cool Yeah, yeah That's the main thing Aladdin wins in the end uh, Yeah Aladdin wins in the end People it's are worried yeah, They yeah. hook up Genie gets free Yeah thank god you know. That's right Free forever Yeah um, Jasmine and her estranged father Get back together <laughs> Which is cool And we find out eventually That how much things cost at the market down yeah. on the street. So that's and pretty he's, cool. he's got some cash in the wallet by the end. Yeah, he, he can, can go, go down and, and buy whatever he wants. Purchase. And he got the genie saying, Major, look, which is just one of the finest final gags. <laughs> Baffling final <laughs> That's how gag. I close every set from now on is I go, Major, look, thank you, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You yeah. should merge both of those quotes All my together. comedy heroes <laughs> just merging them together. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Who's your favourite character from the film? Mm, Abu. Abu, yeah. Abu on their carpet. Yeah. The carpet oh my god! Great. I the love carpet. the carpet. Yeah. Even the carpet, even though it's a rectangular character, the way it moves, it still gets curves. Yeah. Yeah. Noticed that pretty true. early on. <laughs> but I would have to say Jafar. You're on Curve Watch. I was on Curve Watch, and Jafar curved my enthusiasm. I got to tell you that. <laughs> he's. I think he's so finely dressed and so poised. Yeah. That I just absolutely love that character. It's a great villain. Great villain, really, one of my really great, probably villain. my favorite Disney villain, and maybe my favorite Disney character. Yeah, him right, or Goofy. Right. Holy shit, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both tall and skinny. Yeah, yeah. I love my tall skinnies. <laughs> I love my toy skinnies. That's it. <laughs> but they're not like temperament-wise. They probably be either, any more different. Either those two, Goofy, Jafar, or the stick insect from A Bug's Life. They're my <laughs> they're my favorites. How do you feel about Jack Skellington? Oh. God Almighty! <laughs> the pumpkin. I king. love that pumpkin king. My God! You got a lot of favorites. I love him. I love how spindly he is. Yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. exciting. So absolutely exciting. Okay, great. I reckon my favorite's the Sultan. Maybe. Oh, oh yeah. It's a weird. Lit it's up a weird choice. There's some. I think there's some classic thing about yeah. him. He reminds me of the old, like the 1940s or 20s yeah. or whenever those old Disney movies were from with the. With the fairy godmothers. Oh, He's got yeah. a bit of their vibe about him. Yeah. Absolutely. Just really kind-hearted, pure guy. Yeah, he is pure. And he's, he's been tricked a bit by a bad guy, but Absolutely. his heart, like, he's, he's just a, a fun... He's a decent guy. Decent guy. I love how bubble-shaped he is. Yeah, you like curves. I it love curves and spindles. Those are my two things. He does have the power, apparently, to 
So the whole film is based around the fact that mm. his daughter Jasmine has mm. to marry a prince. Yeah. Aladdin pretends to be a prince for a while. Yeah. Then yeah. ends up saying, I'm not going to be what I don't want to pretend. Great. And then the Sultan at the very end goes, I'm a Sultan. You don't have to marry a yeah, prince. I'll just change the You law. were the one who said yeah. the whole film. Honestly, I think you just fucking unlocked something. Blaze was onto it. That is proof that they were strange. They couldn't speak openly to each other. <laughs> right. yep. So the whole movie is about him learning that lesson that his daughter is the most important thing in the world. Only when he lost his kingdom, he realized that his daughter was the most important thing. I'm crying. Yeah, you're I'm crying right now. I'm right absolutely yeah, really streaming are. with tears. You're bawling right now. I'm yeah. bawling right now. <laughs> well, I think we all learned something. And yeah. uh, if I was a sultan, I'd make it legal for anyone to marry anyone. I'd make it legal to go down to Toontown, do whatever you want down there. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Go freaking wild, man. <laughs> uh, is that the end? Yeah, what? how should we wrap these up? Did, um, you have, did you want to do your 98%? Yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Well, well so uh, in the first episode, Andy Matthews, some sort of scientist, said... This, I don't know if you know this, you might have heard it from me last time we were on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but humans and chimps share something like 98% DNA. Yeah. Right? Now, we normally finish the show uh, talking about how much of yourself did you see in the oh, yeah. monkey on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this case, obviously, Abu. How much mm-hmm. did you see and why? What, 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 get, got, what got you to this percentage? 100%. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's big. So, I mean, there's. <laughs> I'm looking at you. You are a cartoon monkey <laughs> sitting at the, the table with eyes. me. <laughs> yeah, I can't back that, down from it. Cameron yep. loves vests and to wear little yep. fairs and nothing else. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm always like squabbling. I'm obsessed with treasure. Yeah. If I see a coin or a ruby, I, my eyes light up and I yes. drool and stuff like that, and I'm drawn to it. All that kind of shit. Yeah, really, yeah. it's all there. It's all in there. You're cheeky and nasty. Yeah, cheeky, like nasty ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to become an elephant. Yeah, yeah, he does become an elephant at one point. I read yeah. somewhere, though, that his name means elephant in an, in another language or something. What? Abu? Maybe just by chance. But I think he's named after Sabu and Abu, the character from The Thief of Baghdad. Apparently, yeah, apparently Aladdin's monkey... Well, this is according to IMDb, if you trust mm. them. Aladdin's monkey, Abu, was named after the ancient Egyptian city of Abu. This translates to elephant because the city was known for its trade in ivory. Therefore, it is not surprising that when enchanted, Abu shifts shape to an it, elephant. Into the most gorgeous elephant Beautiful of all elephant. time. <laughs> I would say that I relate to Abu on a minuscule level. Right. <laughs> I am not like him at all. I'm going to go as low as 16%. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not at all like yeah. Him. He real like he's a rule breaker. He's a bad exactly. boy. He's the kind of guy who grew up playing in punk rock bands. He's yeah. reluctant. He's selfish until he relucts not to be yeah. by someone else. I'm the opposite. I'm a sharer. You're more like the carpet. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm like the carpet. I look after people. I let them sit on me and stuff, and I like fly them you around. Fly around yeah. you. Yeah. You really want to help. I support them. I support my friends. I would say you're uh, you're more like. Raja. Raja the Tiger. Yeah. 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 I'm there. I'm just there. A good mate for Jasmine. Yeah. You know, I'm the shoulder to cry on. You care. I'm in the friend zone with You're Jasmine. You're cool. <laughs> You're in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say, so I'd say, yeah, maybe 17, 18%. Maybe I got yeah. a little bit more mongrel. A little bit. Only <laughs> slightly more, but I, you know, I'm quite human. And then the other thing we do is talk about uh, the score for the film oh, yeah. out of yep. a bunch of bananas. How yep. many bananas do you give them? How many, how many ripe are those bananas? Yeah. What's the most that's ever been given? Our bananas. I mm. think someone talked about a bunch that was like hundreds big. Oh, wow. wow. A really wow. big, yeah. But I mean, it's still a percentage thing, so that doesn't necessarily... Yeah. yeah. 
one out of one bananas is I guess I actually yeah. I, yeah. I haven't really figured this out. Let's again. say like um you wanna go first, Lex? Yeah, I'm gonna give it one banana yep. out of one banana. Okay. But the banana so it's is hundred percent. It's it's just a it's it's almost perfectly ripe. Maybe a little bit over. A okay. little bit over bit because chalky. you know, I was like, God, if I'd watched this a few years ago, I would have loved it even more. Yeah. That's kind of it. Mm. Just a yeah. little bit over. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I'm gonna give it a banana split. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna put a little vanilla <laughs> ice cream in there, a few chocolate sprinkles, some whipped cream, maybe some peanuts and wafers. Yeah. Wafers, sure. Well, I didn't thought about that. Wafers wow, definitely wow. and a drizzle of chocolate on there. This is oh, a treat. This is delicious. Oh, that is a this delicious is a treat. treat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No one's given it a banana split before. Uh, I don't I think. love to be interesting. Yeah, that yeah. is interesting. <laughs> Cameron, you are fascinating, dude. Absolutely. That was really, yeah. That this was... is why you're like a boo, you're a little rule breaker. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a rule. A little I fucking street it. rat, dude. <laughs> Especially banana related rules. Yeah. How many bananas are you gonna give this? I'm gonna film? give it probably like four out of five bananas. They're wow. all pretty Jeez. yeah, pretty ripe. The classic uh finale. Pretty ripe. Four out of six. Yeah. Four out of six pretty ripe bananas. Oh, so it's just gone down? <laughs> I just, yeah. man, that's a very high. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I gotta leave, you said I gotta leave four room. out of five. Yeah, you yeah. said four out of five and immediately relented. I made it almost perfect. You're I don't like know if it's genie, an almost perfect. You're all over the place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got you got like, how many rules? Are you going to fucking break these rules? Okay, I'm a dude. lot, okay? You are a lot. People say that about me all the time. <laughs> you're a lot, Matt. Back, He's back a lot, off. actually. Yeah. And then finally... Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thank a few Patreon supporters. You can support this show at patreon.com slash... Do go on pod, mm-hmm. and uh, people. One of the rewards is they can be thanked, and I'll read out your favourite kind of primate. Yeah, let me know what you think of these. Okay, okay. this is from Kayla M H. Kayla M H. Good on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "When I was a teen, it was definitely the bonobo." Wow. Oh, oh yeah. I like that early because it means yeah. something's changed. Let's yeah. find out what. Because I was hornier as a teenager related to them. <laughs> it was explained to me once. It was explained once to me that bonobos are nearly identical to chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. But one engages in peaceful, matriarchal, sexual, social culture versus frequent, frequently violent, warring culture because bonobos live in environments that are much more rich in resources. Yeah. Food and safety matters. Oh, it is, it's almost as if there are some implications in that story for humans. Wow. Yeah, so Kayla. You, can draw, you can draw a parallel there, wow. Kayla's. <laughs> Kayla's gone. Let's draw a parallel to yeah. human society. Much like well, many gr- great, many great ape stories do that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because yeah. well, you got to remember that ninety eight percent DNA is shared. We are so similar. Yeah. So similar. And that two percent is vital, though. Exactly. It's the best two percent. And it's that the two percent that lets you riff. Makes yeah. us be funny and hotter. <laughs> but it's maybe I think she's also talking a little bit about the one percent here. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? Wow. And maybe they need yeah. to be sharing a bit. Yes. With you know the the. People with the, the rest of us, rest of us. Give it a little bit. dogs, street rats down yeah. in the fucking trail corner. it down, let it trickle down, yes. please. I think that's beautiful, and I love I love learning from the bonobos. Thank you so much, Kayla. Kayla, Mh. Uh, Harley Mumford says mine is definitely Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Oh, Harley, I speaking, love your sons. Speaking my language, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I know it's I know it's been suggested. A lot before, but that's hardly surprising because, well, it's Caesar. Yeah, true yeah, of that. course. True I that. think you speak a real truth. He's there, Lord of Holly. the Apes. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Tyler Spywack says, "Oh my God, Tyler Spywack! What a cool name! <laughs> that is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a sick name. It is a sick name. Yeah, and he Tyler says his favorite is the I I da. Is it the I I? The A A? The E? The I I, I think it's spelt A A, but I think it's pronounced I I. The I I, Dar. Have you seen these guys? No. What do these guys look like? They're awesome looking. 
because they're Tyler's words, but I'd agree with him. Let's I trust Tyler if he's you yeah. know he's never led me astray so far. Yeah, so far they look, good, they look made up almost, right? Oh, Can I, I did this? look at that when I went uh, when I did your podcast. <laughs> oh, oh. I looked at that one to see. Uh, <laughs> that to that see looks like one of my favorites, but it was too scary. Yeah, it's got a football shaped head. That Move it, football head. That's what I'd say if I saw that in the jungle. Why does he like these? Because they're awesome looking. Okay. Oh, you were full of awe there, weren't you? Yeah, man. Freaked the shit no, out of me, No, he was dude. full of awe. Yeah, freaked the shit out of me, dude. And then finally, Michelle Stafford. She says, my favorite primate is the Milne Edwards Safika. Safaka, sorry. Oh, Michelle, goodness. where the hell did you come up with this? Did you make you this up? Is Musafaka up or whatever, did you go dude? on a rap name generator to come up with this? this is a Milne Safaka, what was this called? <laughs> Milne Edwards Safaka. Safaka. So fuck you, dude. <laughs> Are you allowed to say this kind of shit, What dude? the hell? What the heck, that dude? Is a, Oh, oh wow! He looks. His dude. face looks like a Super Nintendo controller or something. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> eyes are amazing. <laughs> red crazy, eyes, little red beautiful beaks. red buttons. Uh, and she goes on to say, "It's got the best name. <laughs> that's why I like it." <laughs> I mean, that's got to be up there. They says they're an endangered subspecies of lemur. Oh. Mm-hmm. It they does l- look lemur-like. Yeah, lemur-like. They look like... And let me say lemur-like. <laughs> <laughs> they look like little adorable demons with their predominantly black body and face mm. and their red-orange eyes. Great suggestion, Yeah, yeah. Michelle. That's a great favourite. I i don't think I'd ever heard of the... Never that heard specific of kind of safaka, uh, the Milne Edwards. <laughs> are we, are we <laughs> actually saying this? This, this is, is a wild. little fucking uh, war, I think dude. of myself as a little street edge, you know? Uh, I don't care about yeah. those rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about All the rules right. that you have. We'll let it slide. So that brings us to the end of this mm. uh, first ever mm. podcast crossover yep. event. Yeah. Uh, so what, for people who are just listening to this version of it on Primates, where can people find you two and, and the other half of this episode? Well, the podcast is called Total Reboot and you can find it wherever you get your damn podcast. We're talking iTunes, we're talking Spotify and other. You can just di- ask us to download it onto a... USB, yeah. we'll mail it to we you. We send them out, dude. Yeah. And we'll do it live for you. Yes, we do we readings. Will. We do readings of the pod. We record all of them, transcribe them by hand. <laughs> we do live readings, town to town. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're going to have talked a little bit more about the film and that, that'll probably be... I'll put a link in my description mm. of your episode. And do you put notes for yeah, when... Yeah, we put little show notes Put in a show there. note where they can jump in. Yeah, I'll put a little show note where you can jump in if you never heard it. I talk a little bit more about the history of Aladdin uh, as literature and coming to the screen. So good. In the form of a familiar... We also do other podcasts. We do Finding Drago, which is like an ABC-produced Well, you're about... Mystery I mean, show. that's why you're wearing your tuxedo right now. Well, we're about to. We're running out of time to put our tuxes on <laughs> as we speak. Uh, but we did Finding Drago as a mystery podcast about a book based on Rocky IV. And we also do Mike Check that is coming back slowly and slowly. Yeah, which is uh, all about the films of Mike Myers finding out whether or not he's shagadelic or not. Yeah. So you can check us out on any of those things. Or, you know, as I already mentioned, we will come to your house or mm-hmm. your town and we'll do live readings about whatever movie you want to talk about. <laughs> and for the Jungle Babies, the reboot heads, our Primates pod, tell us a little bit about that. Well, if you haven't bit... just experienced a full hour of it. 
It's a it's a podcast all about the primates and popular culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, in past episodes, Alexi's been on talking about Congo. Yep. Cam, you came on and we talked about any which way but any loose. Any which way but loose. Mm, and which we hated. It's shit. Well, I think both of the times you've been on, we hated both <laughs> yeah. of uh, both movies. But we've also talked about other uh, Disney films like uh, The Lion King and The Jungle Book, and a few others. The Disney they love the primates. Yep. Um, and yeah, so you can check that out. There'll probably be a link in the description, mm-hmm. but you, it's Primates Pod on all sorts of social medias and whatever. And yeah, it was genuinely, Mike Check is the, was the only reason that I understood that you could do a podcast this <laughs> stupid <laughs> and specific. I said stupid there, which I didn't mean about yours. No, 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 that no. was more of a self-reflective. It is very stupid. It's very stupid. It's, very I lo- stupid. it's just the niche. I, rem- I was genuinely listening to it while I was going for a run trying to think of ideas for a podcast. I'm like, I want to do something about primates and popular culture. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's too niche. And then I remember what I was listening to. <laughs> I still remember when you sent me an email saying like, hey, I've got an idea for a podcast where I only talk about mov- monkeys from movies. Am I stepping on your toes with my check? I go, what the fuck? Did no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I what are you talking it. about? <laughs> How is that similar in any way? I just want to give it the, you're the godfather of podcasting. Yeah, I just want sure. to come and get your blessing. Austin Powers does get called the monkey man. Make love to me, monkey man. But <laughs> it's not the same thing. He's not actually a monkey man. Oh, maybe we should do it. The next crossover is um, with Mike Check and we just do that scene. Yeah. yeah. Just analyse, is he actually a primate? Yeah. <laughs> and is he horny? Well, thank you for joining us, Matt, as well. This was awesome. Oh, what a pleasure. This was so cool to do giant a crossover fun. event. A lot of fun. Hopefully we get to do more of them in the future. We should. Well, the way I normally finish mm. uh, is with a, a primate-related sign-off. Maybe we could do some sort of a, a crossover sign-off oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, you can. I feel like, Cam, this is all you. I reckon. All I right. feel like you, you can do this. You can bring tie everything we've learnt together. And sign off in, in in the only way you know how. And that's the way we sign off every yeah. week when we do yeah, a crossover yeah, event. Yeah. Um, you know where to find us. Swing on down the vine to Toontown, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we say that every week. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.